Hey guys, I'm going to do this for Neve. Let's get the podcast intro done now so she can get the podcast done. Ah, oh, that's very sweet. And get out of here. That is Right kind. now though, let's do the gig next. Yeah. Get the gig ready. Get the gig going. Neve is going on a girl's night. Are you looking forward to it, Neve? I'm actually not going to go too wild, guys. Ah, would you stop? Why are you saying that? I have loads to do. I need to do stuff tonight when I go home. You swear you're going to uh, Canada for the week. You're going to Punchestown. Yeah, to do a lot of preparation. Punchestown. So yourself, uh, it's Chloe, Kinga and yourself. Yeah. And you're going to an event. We are. Are you going to go out after the event? Probably. Okay. And I know this, those girls don't live in Dublin. They do now. Well, I don't know where Kinga lives. Uh, Chloe has recently moved to Dublin. Okay. So let's let's just say we might let her hair down. Oh, let her hair down. Maybe half up, half down. Treat yourself. Wow. Wowzers. Grandma, how many beers tonight? Seven. Are you? Do you know how many? Five. <laughs> Yeah, five. Go on, one. Graham. But then up seven. It's yeah, awkward. <laughs> if you're hanging out with, I won't name him. Yeah. Uh, it, you can't go for five with two people if you're. No, doing there's rounds. a few people going. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a few Arsenal fans. Any going. snacks? Plenty. Oh, a few plenty. married men. They're all taken men. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she'll be sniffing around trying to get in. Sniff. He <laughs> goes. Oh, yeah, sniff. Him in there with his lad friend. So have you booked a table? <laughs> Big Gil has yeah. Big Gil. Big Gil. Um Never been to that place before. It's very overwhelming. I'm sure it's. I've only been there on quite enough nights. I'm sure tonight's gonna be wild because of the big game, Arsenal Man City. Going to Camden. Here's something. A Liverpool playing as well. But I'll be watching it probably with no sound on. I'll be watching it on a second. Oh, time. are you? Liverpool playing West Ham. Here's something, Man yeah. City. Do you know any Man City fans? Yeah, Owen outside. Apart from Owen. Mm, no. Isn't it funny? Yeah, but I'm telling you, the next generation, all of you Man City fans, they're actually supporting players rather than teams, which I find interesting. Do it's the rise of social media, you know? Right, we got to go now soon. Okay, though. well, thanks Well, did much. you have something there? I was going to say, do you think Newcastle will yeah. be a big... Huge. Huge. All right, here's today's show. This is the 104 Drive Podcast. With Graham and Nathan. Good afternoon. This is 104 Drive. My name is Graham O'Toole. Nathan O'Reilly is across from me. Pro- I believe in this medium. Producer Neve is here as well. Hello, Producer Neve. Hello, yes, Graham we, and Nathan. We got your microphone working there. Hello, Neve. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> good. How it's are been you? too long. Top of the afternoon. Uh, good to be here. Neve was just talking about there before the show. She needs to work on a response. When someone goes, How are you? Neve says, I'm good. Thanks. How are you? And then the person will go, I'm good. What happens next? I know. And then I go, good, good for you. Good for you. <laughs> Who are you referencing outside in the office? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Who are you talking to that you couldn't continue a conversation with? He's not at his desk. It's own. <laughs> <laughs> Classic on one. Nathan, on the way next, we're not going to milk you as much today, but we'll still milk you a little bit with your trip to New York. Yeah, you could probably, you know, put this milk in a shot glass. Yeah. Just a smidgen more. What do you want to talk about next? I want to do a plain-themed Would You Rather. Okay, and also in 10 minutes, tell you how you can choose the headliner for FM 104's The Gig. First, though, Avicii, Hey Brother, on 104 Drive. The 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. It is Graham and Nathan on FM 104, playing some Avicii and Hey Brother. Now, before I left this hellhole before my holidays <laughs> in New York City. 
You gave me a great kick up the arse and you also said, come back with some content. Yeah. So that's a big ask. Because you were... You were dry on content leading up oh, to that. For many weeks. <laughs> leading up to that holiday. And I was like, is this guy just stopped trying yeah. altogether? So I was on the plane on the way to JFK Airport and I was looking around, trying to be inspired. Give me something that I can bring back. And then, Eureka! Ding. We've never done a Would You Rather plain themed question. <laughs> We've never done a would you rather question either. What do you think about would you rathers? Wouldn't be a fan. No? No. But would no. you say this in NAF radio? Oh, well, it, it depends on what the subject of the would you rather. So that's entirely up to you. It's like, would you rather take a flight with Aer Lingus or Ryanair? Aer Lingus. <laughs> I'll say Ryanair for the balance. Now, I'm going to ask you, Graham. I'm going to ask you, producer Neve, and you listening... If you want to get involved, 087-6797-104. Don't bother. Reveal your answer and your reason behind it, okay? So here we go. He's wrote it down. This must be important. Would you prefer to sit... Why is Brooklyn Beckham on the back of that sheet? Uh, because I'm <laughs> trying to not waste paper. <laughs> I can tell a little Brooklyn Beckham in my face. Sorry, right, go on. Would you prefer to sit in a seat on the plane right beside the smelly toilet... But you've nobody sat beside you, so you have a lot of legroom. Okay? Okay. Okay? Does that make sense, Graham? I'm going to pick holes in it very soon, but go on. Or you have to sit in first class. First class? But beside you is a screaming baby. Mm, that makes you think, doesn't it? So you can either sit next to a smelly toilet, but no one is sat beside you. So okay, you is the toilet smelly? Yes. Well, come on. Toilets smelly? are smelly on a They're, plane. Some of them aren't. But I actually of, think they smell nice. Think of it. A six-hour journey to JFK. I have my answer. Okay, I've got my answer. And I want a unique reason as to why you've chosen your answer. Okay, over Neve, to Neve, you. Neve said it first. Producer Neve. Okay. I'm going with first class and I will bring my noise cancelling headphones. Just going to say the same thing. I'll also add on that more free drink so you just yeah. get drunk and blackout. I'll start okay. crying. No, I, don't, I don't recommend doing that. You don't recommend uh, it. Always drink responsibly. Now, you cannot bring noise cancelling headphones. Nah, no, There's a stipulation. No, you can't. No, you can't bring things with you because then if you start thinking like that for the first one, what are you going to do? Pack an air freshener that you can spray in the toilet. You cannot do well, that you, in a would you rather. You literally just said, I want unique reasons as to why. We gave you the unique reason and then you said, no, you can't do that. Okay, but just say you can't bring something on the plane. What is your answer? I would go and I would sit in first class because I'd put my headphones on mm. okay. because I'm watching I'm watching the movie. Yeah, but you can still hear things. Yeah, but I, I always bring my noise cancelling headphones while no. I'm on a plane. I always do. No, you've forgotten it. <laughs> I haven't. You've I forgotten all, it. I never no, forget you've them. you've left it at home. I never forget them. So you're going with first class because class of cancelling. the drinks. Yeah. <laughs> and what are you saying, producer? Yeah, I'm saying first class too. And like Graham said, get the drinks in and then just start crying with the baby. And then the baby is not heard. Now, believe it or not, <laughs> that's the very first would you rather I've ever done. <laughs> wow. On the radio. Amazing. <laughs> what did you think? That was class. Yeah, more of where that came from, please. I'm going to throw out the number. No, don't. No, I'm going to okay. tell you not to respond because it was a poor one. Can I ask your answer to it? I don't have an answer. <laughs> 
Believe it or not, he pitched that on Monday. He says, God, I pray, would you rather? Go, we don't have time on Monday or Tuesday. Do you want to do it on Wednesday? All right, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Well, what a way to start the show. It's only downhill from here. On the way next, we want you to choose our headliner for FM 104's The Gig. Give the all, de- all the details. <laughs> You've been at that many bars, sir. <laughs> To Beyonce and Cuffish. You're on FM 104 with Graham and Nathan. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Pink and Trustfall. You are listening to FM 104 with Graham and Nathan. Hello. What's the song we're looking for? What is that blasted song? Graham is playing us a popular song in the style of a cello. Do you know what it is? Not the best quality today, I will admit. Nathan has got it correct. However, producer Neve just gave up. (laughs) Did you record that in WAV? Because I've often said an MP4 has better audio quality. How are you, Claire? Hiya, Graham and Nathan. Lovely to hear from ah, you. It's always a delight to chat to you, Claire. How's today's form? How's today's form? Looking great with a bit of sunshine shining in the car at me. Jeez, let me tell you, Claire, when I left the house, I wasn't expecting it to be this hot. I brought too many layers and now I stink. I yeah. was sweating a lot today. I'm in the car and I've officially put on the aircon for the first time this year. (laughs) Now, this is not a sponsored ad, but I do want to say, if you have a bit of a smelly car, what I recommend is a Max Benjamin (laughs) air freshener. You can go from rose linen water to lavender to uh, lemon and poppy seed. Whatever you want, Claire, Max Benjamin has it. I totally agree with you. Love the old Max Benjamin car fragrance. Who's this? Can I just say, Nathan receives free Max Benjamin, but I hope you're letting the revenue know. Because, Nathan, Sorry. it's not just when you get paid money you got to let the revenue know. When you're getting gifts, you got to let the revenue know the amount that the gift is worth, and then you got to pay it off. Well, so just to let you know, well, because then, I know you're getting it for free. Well, hang on. So just get your back Please there. don't speak about my businesses. A little birdie has told me you're getting sent free sausages tomorrow. <laughs> it's National Sausage Day very soon, and I will pay back those sausages to the revenue. Right, what is today's song, Claire? Sometimes I forget we're doing cello. We could have had it all. Oh, what a voice! Is that Adele? Were you in James Corden's car the other day doing carpool karaoke? I wish I was. I wish I was. What a voice. What a lady. And I ain't talking about Adele. Claire, thank oh. you so much for joining us on the show. The charmer. Lovely stuff, guys. Keep uh, doing what you're doing. Well, we'll I'm try trying best. my best, we'll but Graham best. tells me I'm god-awful <laughs> at this job. Ah, listen, the banter's great. Give him a stick. I love it. Uh, I, oh, Here's I will. a stick. <laughs> Thanks, Claire. Bye. <laughs> Bye, guys. What a legend. is Martin Jensen and Solo Dance. FM 104 with Graham and Nathan. In the faded light, you touch my body. The 104 Drive Podcast. With Graham and Nathan. Hero. Taylor Swift 
Anti-hero, it is Graham and Nathan on FM 104, currently touring America, and we said yesterday, hurt her poor arm. Now, it's over to Nathan, because it is time for Nathan's News. I tell you, someone who has very nice arms, Brooklyn Beckham. Oh, yeah. And he's in the news because he's posted a brand new recipe video. We know that he loves to cook. His latest recipe... Today, I'm going to be making a grilled cheese with mushrooms and onion. Now, I will say with Brooklyn... His meals actually look delicious. And the thing is, it's because he uses really expensive ingredients. Mm. Like, I'm not going to go through how he makes this, but it's just grilling a few onions, melting a bit of cheese on bread with some mushrooms. Like, he's not going for the cheapest cheese in Aldi. No, he uses avocado oil and truffle salt. I've never heard of these things but I'd say they're delicious. I've heard of truffle mushrooms but not truffle salt. Yeah very different. Now what I want to speak about is a lot of people are critiquing Brooklyn and not because of his recipe but what he is wearing on his legs. He is wearing grey sweatpants but they have a massive hole in the crotch. (laughs) I think you can relate to this Graham. Some of the comments before we cross over to you there seems to be something wrong with the pants. OMG, too freaking funny. And someone else says, is there like a hole in your pants or am I tripping? And sorry, one more person says, the hole is distracting me. Now I'll pass you over Brooklyn Beckham. Oh, very very good looking guy, but a huge hole in the crotch. Yeah, the hole literally where... Um where his manhood is. Meat and two veg, if you will. Essentially, there's a hole there. But the thing about it is, I can kind of relate with Brooklyn, where if you have a really nice pair of comfy pants, you know, the sweatpants you wear around the house. I had a pair of black ones I got on H&M years ago, and they had a hole in the bum, not the front, the back. But they were just so goddamn comfy. Yeah. I just kept on wearing them. Sorry, Graham. No matter how much money you have, I know they are minted. They're minted. You still want to be comfortable. But the thing is, when you're at home, you should be comfortable. Do you remember you used to go over over to my parents' house in college? Yeah. And I would greet you at the door wearing my grey stained sweatpants, Crocs and tank top. The worrying thing about it is when we started working, you then started to wear your comfy clothes into work. Well, I found the workplace was home because I was working so hard. I used to stay overnight and sleep there. We love you, Brooklyn Beckham. Anytime you do anything, we'll be, of course, covered on the show, mostly in Nathan's News. Thank you, Nathan. Lil Mix and Touch on FM 104. You're listening to the 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. The 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Good afternoon. It is Graham O'Toole, Nathan O'Reilly and producer Neve here on 104 Drive. We are very excited because on the way next, we are going to be chatting to Mr. Krabs. The play is coming to the board, gosh. And we're going to have to get Graham to do his iconic Mr. Krabs laugh in front of the original Mr. Krabs. I'm actually very worried about it. His name is Richard Hunt. He's lined up, ready to talk to us, but I've never done it in front of a person who plays Mr. Krabs from SpongeBob before. I think you're going to do a great job. I feel very nervous. We're also going to try and get him to play a game of ping pong ding dong as Mr. Krabs. First example on FM 104. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. 
Example on FM 104. It is Graham and Nathan. Oh, I'm excited. And we all know this iconic TV theme tune. Oh! <laughs> Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? Well, the Spongebob musical is coming to the Gosh Energy Theatre from May 9th to 13th. And we are so happy right now to be joined by Richard Hunt, who will play Mr. Krabs in the Spongebob musical. Richard, thanks so much for joining us on 104 Drive. Thank you so much for having me. How oh, exciting. It's not every day you speak to a glorious crab, so I tell you, we have goosebumps right now, Richard. But you must be awfully excited to come to Dublin and act in this. Oh, I'm so excited for coming to Dublin. Yes, Dublin's one of my favourite cities, and I've, I've talked to the... To the um, now, I can never say it right. Board, board gosh. Yeah, you've got it. Yeah. The board gosh. Is that right? That's it. I've been practising it. I've, I've toured there quite a few times and it's one of my favourite theatres. Tell us, Richard, what do SpongeBob SquarePants fans have to look forward to in the SpongeBob musical? They can look forward to an incredible score written by some incredible people. It's not, it's not a, a, a conventional musical as you would think. As in, like, usually it's, it's written by one person and one person does the lyrics, one person does the music. It's written by all kinds of different huge, huge artists. There's a song written by some of the guys from Aerosmith. There's a, wow. a song written by Panic at the Disco. What? There's a song run, uh, written by um, David Bowie before he passed. Wow. Um, T.I., who I'd never heard of before, but he's got a cracking song in it. So amazing. But also, it's not SpongeBob as you expect it like in like the parks or in like Disney with all wearing skins, you know, they've kind of been humanized in a way, but it's just brilliant. Richard, I do want to ask you, so you play Mr. Krabs. Did you always have this role in mind or did you audition for any of the other characters? I originally auditioned for Mr. Krabs, yes. But then I got called in to audition for Patrick as well. Oh. Um and I also now cover Patrick. So I'm Patrick's understudy. Well, I have to tell you, Richard, the man sat opposite me, Graham. Oh, no. He has a special talent. He's honed this talent for many years. <laughs> and it's a, become a bit of a party piece. He likes to crack it out. And he instantly gets friends and recognition. He does a fantastic Mr. Krabs impression. He does his iconic laugh. Oh. And I want you to be the judge oh. Of Graham's Mr. Krabs impression. Will you do that? Okay, of course, yes. Okay, Graham. Okay. Over if, to you, big guy. If this goes well, I could be Richard's understudy for the board gosh <laughs> for Mr. Krabs. And the thing is, I'm Richard, really Graham is very much like Daniel Day Lewis. He becomes a crab. <laughs> very method. Okay, right. <clears throat> I've done this so many times, but now I'm really nervous because I'm actually. I'm looking at Mr. Krabs. Yeah, but Graham, all the practice you've done for many years, it's been leading to this moment. So really enjoy it. Okay. That's very good. I'll see you the podcast. You're on. Can I get your version of Mr. Krabs' laugh to see how far away I actually am to Mr. Krabs? I think I think you're very close to be honest. Oh, I think no. I think that you might not even outdone mine. Right. <laughs> but I'll give I'll give mine a go. <clears throat> <laughs> 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 
Oh god, that's so good. I'm so happy. Oh, oh. I, I tell you, I would come to the board gosh just to see you do that for two hours, Richard. <laughs> Can you let us know what the plot of the musical is? Like, what's the storyline? I know there's always a storyline within the different episodes. What is the one mm-hmm. for the SpongeBob musical? So it starts off as a, as a t- typical bikini bottom day. We then start putting tremors under the seat. And we then realise that there's a volcano about to explode and we find out it's going to explode the next day. So um, Spongebob and Sandy and Patrick try and save the day by making sure that the volcano doesn't, doesn't explode. But Plankton sees this as a, an advantage to uh, try and hypnotise the whole of Bikini Bottom to like his chum burgers instead of the Krabby Patty. And I shan't do the ending. No, no. Because if you want to know when the ending comes, see it. Absolutely. I know it. <laughs> and look, so Richard, I do have to ask, because we're massive pop idol fans, you get to work alongside Gareth Gates. What is he Gareth like? Gates, yes. He's very funny. He's also a very naughty boy on stage. <laughs> Richard, can I ask, back in the day, were you team Gareth Gates or team Will Young? Oh. Oh, that's... Because you had to be one or the other. Admittedly, I was Team Will. Me too, Richard. There's no shame in that. I still sing Evergreen every morning. (laughs) Richard, it's been fantastic talking to you. You're going to stick around because you've promised us you're going to play our game Ping Pong Ding Dong as Mr. Krabs very soon. And we're very excited for that. So we'll be back with you in just a couple. Thank you, Richard. No worries. Thank you so much. Miley Cyrus now with Flyers. Flowers? (laughs) And Nadine Coyle with flowers. It's FM 104. We were good. We were gold. Kind of dream that came. The 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. FM 104 at Graham and Nathan saw today that song has surpassed over 900 million streams worldwide. Goodness gracious. It is massive. Now, we're joined by Richard Hunt, who plays Mr. Krabs in the upcoming The SpongeBob Musical, happening at the board, gosh, May 9th to 13th. Ready to have a game of ping pong ding dong with Mr. Krabs. Now, Graham, please, one more time, could you please give us your impression of oh, Mr. Krabs' laugh? I feel kind of under pressure because Richard is listening. Ah, come but- on. <laughs> Enough for me, let's play. Ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping. We are delighted to be joined by Mr. Krabs oh. from the SpongeBob musical Ready to Play. <laughs> nice to see Ready to play ping pong, ding dong. I can't believe this is happening. Mr. Krabs, I heard you're a big fan of ping pong, ding dong. Do you think you can take down Nathan? I certainly think I can. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mr. Krabs, what's going to happen is I'm going to give yourself and Nathan a topic. You have got to give me answers in relation to that topic. You will go back and forth until somebody cannot answer, repeats an answer, or gets one wrong. Is there a cash prize? <laughs> I will give you uh, tickets to the SpongeBob musical at the Board Gosh <laughs> on the 9th of May <laughs> if you win, Mr. Krabs. Okay. Deal. Here we go. Mr. Krabs, you will go first. You will serve. Your okay. topic is... I, I think I'm ready. <laughs> since it is SpongeBob related, characters and things you would find in Bikini Bottom. Mr. Krabs, off you go. Larry the Lobster. 
Mr. Krabs. Gary. A Krabby Patty. Pearl. The Flying Dutchman. Mrs. Puff. Sandy Cheeks. Jellyfish Fields. <laughs> Squidward. A clarinet. A jellyfish. Patrick. Plankton. A care in the computer. I hope you're not using Google. <laughs> if I was to cheat, Mr. Krabs, I would only use Mozilla Firefox. <laughs> what did you say, Nathan? <laughs> what did you say, Nathan? Patrick's home, a big rock. Well, then it's got to be Squidward's tower. Mermaid Man. Oh, good choice. Thank, um, thank you, Mr. Krabs. It's a great show. Um, let me think. No, I gotta think of something. <laughs> Mr. Krabs, I'm gonna have to count you down. Oh, wow. Five, four, three, two, one. He's house! Oh, oh no! No, I can't be. What about Barnacle Boy, Mr. Krabs? <laughs> I, I was always trying to think of, but I couldn't think of his name. And it was something boy. <laughs> but then I was thinking of the boys that float in the sea. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Krabs, a.k.a. Richard oh, J. Hunt. Thank you so much for joining us on the show. A reminder, the SpongeBob musical comes to the board, gosh, May 9th until the 13th of May. Tickets are available from Ticketmaster.ie. It is going to be an incredible performance. Thank you so much, Richard, for joining us on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Ah, oh, you're we'll an absolute you dream to chat to. See you, Richard. <laughs> Take care, cheers. Lovely stuff. We'll see you when you're in Dublin, Richard. So good. Right, Camilla Cabello, never be the same now. Graham and Nathan on FM 104. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Bang er. Big song. Fragma, Toka's Miracle. It is Graham and Nathan on FM 104. And Ed Sheeran, he's in court again. In New York City. The Big Apple. I was there last week. It's juicy. This time, Marvin Gaye's estate have taken Ed Sheeran to court because they say that he has copied with his song, Thinking Out Loud, Marvin Gaye's song, Let's Get It On. And they are seeking $100 million in damages. Now, this is an ongoing case, so we got to be very careful to stay balanced and we can't have an opinion. But Nathan, what do you think of it? Oh, my. Please. <laughs> Please. Like, if, anyone, if you do, you get in trouble. But Nathan, what do you think of all this? <laughs> well, actually, let me, Nathan, let me, let me play the songs first. Okay. So this is the song in question. This is Ed Sheeran thinking out loud. Remember, an ongoing court case. You can't yeah. have an opinion. Darling, yeah, yeah, yeah. I will be loving you till we're 17. We know that. This Great is song. Marvin Gaye's Let's Get It On. Get it on. Let's get it on. Yeah. I can tell Nathan wants to say something so badly. I was going to say they're both baby-making songs. <laughs> Do you reckon that's what the judge will say? Well, they're both baby-making songs, so I don't know. <laughs> so 
This was an interesting angle from Martin Gay's estate's lawyers. So they opened up and they said it was a smoking gun when Ed Sheeran at one of his concerts was playing Thinking Out Loud. The instrumental was playing in the background and he was playing the tune but started singing Let's Get It On. So they said that was the smoking gun to which Ed Sheeran replied in court if I had done what you're accusing me of doing so that's stealing the song I'd be quite an idiot to stand on a stage in front of 20,000 people and do that. Very interesting. Compelling. Sorry? Just everything you're saying is quite compelling. Do you want to have an opinion on it? I have absolutely no opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Sheeran's lawyer then argued that both both songs are distinct from each other and that no artist should be allowed to monopolise commonly used musical chord progressions. Thoughts on that, Nathan? I love the board game Monopoly. (laughs) The thing about this, though, this is very interesting because in the past, Marvin Gaye's estate has brought another song to court and won. Okay, so it's out of court. He won in 2018 $5.3 million from Robin Thicke and Pharrell. Do you remember that? Yeah, Blurred Lines, isn't it? I thought I had it here. Yes, I do. So this is Blurred Lines. Everybody get up. Jeez, that's a banger. How come we haven't chosen that before? Okay, so that's Blurred Lines. And then this was the song that Marvin Gaye's estate said. You know what? Sounds too similar for me. So 2018, the court ordered Robin Thicke and Pharrell Williams to pay Gay's estate more than $7 million, an amount that was later reduced to 5.3. So in the past, Marvin Gay's estate has won. However, last year, do you remember Ed Sheeran was in court? He was going up against a guy called Sammy Switch. And Ed Sheeran's Shape of You versus Sammy Switch's OY. It was the oh part of the song. A judge ruled that Ed Sheeran had not plagiarised the OY bit. Ed Sheeran won that one. So it'll be very interesting to see. They both won. Ed Sheeran being brought to court. Marvin Gaye bringing somebody else to court. Who wins this one? It's supposed to last a week in court. If he is accused to be guilty, then it'll go another week uh, down the line to figure out how much Ed Sheeran owes the Marvin Gaye estate. Nathan, what do you think? Can I just say one thing? I don't think I'm going to get into trouble. I'm surprised that Ed Sheeran is going to court. And not just getting people on his behalf. I su- Can I say that? Well, the thing about it is... Oh, I just said it. Though. I remember when he was brought to court about the Sammy Switch one from last year, the Shape of You one. And he said he did want to settle outside of court because he thinks that sets a dangerous precedent to other song makers that if somebody brings it up that they're going to get money to settle out of court. So he said, I'm going to go to court. Okay, you bring me to court. Let's go to court. And I'm going to win my case. Hmm. So that's why he feels very passionately about this. And you may remember last year, he did a video on his Instagram. He hadn't been on Instagram in ages. I remember. Explaining it, sitting down on the couch and saying how this is very important for the future of music because it's only so many chords, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. However, Marvin Gaye said, sounds too similar. Nathan, <laughs> anything you want to add um, before we move on? Oh, I love this next song. <laughs> it's Lyra and you, Graham and Nathan on FM 104. <laughs> The 104 Drive Podcast With Graham and Nathan I'll be waiting Key and Crow. I'll be waiting 
with one of the biggest songs of the year. I'll be waiting on FM 104. It is Graham and Nathan. So this lady was in a Sentra in Roscommon. Saw so across his Instagram. She's posing for a photo in front of a frank and honest. So let's give that Sentra a call and get to the bottom of what actually happened. Boyle in Roscommon. We're calling. Hello, Kenny Sentra. Hi there, this is Graham and Nathan on FM 104. Hello. Uh, who are we chatting to? We're chatting to Emer. Listen, Emer, we're calling because we heard you had a celebrity visitor recently. We saw on your Facebook page. Yes, we did. Cascada. Yes. Every time we touch, I get this feeling. Yes. And every time we kiss, I swear I could fly, Emer. <laughs> did you get to serve Cascada? Yes, we did, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what is she like, Emer? She's lovely. And Imer, who spotted her? Because she hasn't really had a hit song in quite a while, so uh, she could have gone under the radar. Was it yourself that maybe back in the day was a bit of a Cascada fan? No, but it was one of our staff members it was. And do you know what she ordered? I think it was a fresh chopped salad. Mm, oh, yeah. That's Cascada. Classic Cascada. Yeah. And oh, you've got chopped in the centre there, do you? We do indeed, oh, very yeah. Very nice. Is it popular? Yes. Very popular. That's what I like to hear. Do you mind me asking you, Emer, what's your favourite thing to have in Centra? What's my favourite thing? Yeah. Oh, a good cup of Frank and Honest coffee. Oh, I love Nathan a Frank and Honest Frank coffee. And, honest. and Emer, did Cascada tell you why she was in Ireland? Is she gigging anywhere? She's doing maybe some student night or something? No, they were doing some business up this way. That's all we know. Oh, seen mm. a man about a dog, I'd say. That's it, that's it. Well, Emer. Is she the most famous person you've ever had in your centra? Well, maybe the most famous that we knew, Ross. Okay, okay. Emer, if you could have any celebrity, dead or alive, to walk into your centra, who would it be and why? Oh, God, I don't know. Graham O'Toole? No. <laughs> ah, Emer, you don't mean that. Well, Emer, <laughs> thank you so much. Uh, we appreciate you taking our call and chatting to us on FM 104. We just wanted to get to the bottom of Cascada in Centra. We wish you the very best luck. Thank you for taking our call. Great. Thank you. God bye. bless. Bye. See bye you. Bye. It is Sam Smith on 104 Drive. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. It is 104 Drive. My name is Graham O'Toole. Nathan Riley is over there. Yo, yo, yo. Producer Neva Riley has checked out. Hey, yo. <laughs> I tell you, you have checked out, Neve. And look, we've all been there, but just be honest with yourself. You have checked out because you're taking Friday off. Yeah, today is my Thursday. And she's going out with the gals from the office tonight as well. Woo! No invite for the two lads. I was going to say, producer Neve, she's really moved to FM 104 and has made a lot of friends. Yeah. You and I, <laughs> we have struggled. Yeah, I don't. That says a lot about us that people don't want to associate themselves with us. Well, but I you will know, Neve. Tonight I'm actually going out too with my friends in the pub, which is right next door oh. to the one where you and the gals are going. I oh. might run into you. We might come in and be rowdy after the football match. Yeah. <laughs> where are we going tonight? Oh. Oh, is this a little show thing? Is it? No, no. Nathan's not going out tonight Well me oh. and you are oh, Nathan's going back to Bray oh. With his tail between his oh, legs Home to make a lasagna <laughs> what, what did Sorry You, you just said on. not Bray No I'm happy I'm very happy to be in Bray Are you sure? Yes <laughs> Why are you crying? It's <laughs> Marie on FM 104 Apologies we love Bray It's just a bit of a joke <laughs> well, I will always joke. remember 
The day you kiss my lips. The 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Forget me from Lewis Capaldi on FM 104. It is Graham and Nathan. His next album due out in just over three weeks. Oh, wow. Can you remember the name of it? Because it's very hard to remember. Uh, the Hellish Divine <laughs> Cement. Close. <laughs> ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping. Divinely uninspired by a hellish extent was his first one. And his second, I'm going to get it really Oh, quickly. look at that. What? You're supposed to be a big radio star. Actually, let's cross over to producer Neve. It is broken by desire to be heavenly sent. Oh. Mm-hmm. What's his first one? Broken by desire to be... No. Divinely uninspired inspired. to be a hellish extent. Do you mind me saying... Ah, or to a hellish We actually got a message sent in speaking about divine. Someone said producer Neve's voice is <laughs> angelic. Oh, thank you. Do you want to give us a sing song there, Neve? <laughs> no, thanks. It's oh, oh what? Well, you do a great impression. You do that funny voice. Come on, do it. Bing bong, ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's play. We got James on the line. We're holding you, James. How are you, buddy? How are you getting on, guys? You well? All right, James. Do you think producer Neve's voice is angelic? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm sure she was singing from the rafters tonight when she's out. <laughs> She Thank is you, painting the town. Right. Where are you going, Neve? It's top secret. <laughs> Just in case you show up. <laughs> hey! Okay, this is Ping Pong Ding Dong, James. I'm going to give yourself and Nathan a topic. You've got to give me answers in relation to that topic. You'll go back and forth until somebody cannot answer, repeats an answer, or gets one wrong. And if you beat Nathan, you'll go through to the final, where you'll play Gary. For 200 euro... Your topic today, gents, is... Irish bands and or singers, past and present. Okay. James, off you go. Yeah, <coughs> cold line. Sinead O'Connor. Hosier. The Pogues. Uh, Christy Moore. Damien Dempsey. Uh, Luke Kelly. You too. The limit. The cranberries. Rory Gallagher. Hometown. Derm Kennedy. Uh, Boyzone. Westlife. The cores. Keen to crow. Damien Rice. The blizzards. Genuine answer. It is out. I'm not whinging. <laughs> Don't whinge. <laughs> I won't whinge. I'm very disappointed in you, Nathan. Who's your favourite ever? Irish that was a good game. Good it was game. a great game, James. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that you got obsessed with for a while. Oh, Mick Pyro. 
Oh, I'm so upset. <laughs> Republica loose? Yes. Yeah, Republica loose. Do you know what? I, I do want to ask you a question, Graham. At one stage, James, he said, Glenn Hansard, I was going to go with the frames. Would you have allowed that? Well, I was thinking, what would I say if Boy's Life came up? But yeah. I think separate entities. Oh. Yeah, I think so. James, by the way, an absolutely fantastic games. I think we're not focusing on your performance enough. <laughs> you go through to the final, a cracking topic, great answers, yeah. and you go through to take on Gary on Friday. One of you will win 200 euro if Thanks we don't so. get another winner tomorrow. Thank you so much, James, for playing Thanks, Ping Pong Ding Dong. Yeah, James. You're an absolute gentleman. Here, there we go. Ping Pong Ding Dong, Ping Pong Ding Dong, Ping Pong Ding Dong, Ping. Gracious in defeat and victory. I would have accepted producer Neve because she's got an angelic voice, apparently. Oh. Yeah. What do I picture this? You didn't say. Oh, <gasps> you are literally on picture. This is Instagram twenty minutes ago. Don't tell everyone <laughs> what I do during the music. <laughs> it's DJ Sammy in heaven. FM one hundred four. You're listening to the one hundred four Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. It is 104 Drive with Frankine.ie. Leave me alone, guys. Well, look. We're doing it for your own good. Okay, I'm going to share it with you. What is going on? So, the day before I moved to New York for a week, I told you all fair, Graham and producer Neve, that I was in a super value in Bray, and I saw that they were selling a gorgeous cherry blossom tree humongous I would say nearly 12 feet tall and there is a spot in my back garden that I think is perfect for this cherry blossom tree wait what the cherry blossom tree I isn't 12 foot tall the thing you bought how tall would you call that a foot a foot <laughs> do you understand you're 6 foot and you're saying this cherry blossom tree is 12 foot <laughs> Double the size of you. Okay, maybe it's around eight foot. It's taller than me. Nathan, what are you talking about? Have you not seen the picture? Of the tree? Yes. That isn't 12 foot. It's taller than me. Oh my God. Okay, look, I'm not a carpenter. Look, it's, it's not a tree. It's, it's, it's going to be a big tree in five to ten okay. years. Okay. You've planted, which is a tiny little yes. tree. Don't and you've planted a small tree. No, but we need to explain it because we're going to show pictures. It's not a massive tree. It's around 10 foot tall. It's not. But don't derail me, okay? So I told you, I saw this cherry blossom tree. I think I'm going to get it after the show, okay? This is a week and a half ago. And I remember you said to me, would you not wait till you come back from New York? It seems very impulsive to go to Super Value in the evening, dig up a big hole in your back garden, put a cherry blossom tree and then go to America. It just seems a bit odd. Yeah. I didn't take your advice <laughs> and I made a beeline towards super value. I got the tree. I planted it. My body was covered in sweat and I am delighted mm. with the tree. And I sent you a picture. I sent yeah. it into our WhatsApp group. Here lies the problem. Okay, I'm looking at the tree now. It's still a lot of growing to do, but I get what you're saying. It's taller than you. It's very thin, but it will grow to be a big tree. Yes. If you know what a cherry blossom tree is, it's the one with the pink um, kind of leaves that spreads out and it looks beautiful when it's in full bloom. The issue with your cherry blossom tree, Nathan, is 
A, you've planted it in the wrong position. I it's, don't think I have. It's too close to your washing line. It's too close to your shed door. And it's too close to your wall. Right now it looks fine because it hasn't fully grown. But in five to ten years time, you're going to curse planting it so close to the wall and your clothesline. And producer Neve, your mum even got involved. What was Audrey saying? Audrey, I showed Audrey and Bob the picture, my dad, and they said, oh God, tell him to move that far too close to the wall. What, what does it mean being close to a wall? Because its roots may grow out and go under the wall and push it up, cause issues down the line. Push up a wall? Yes. Have you ever heard such baloney? And also, not the biggest problem, but it's so close to the wall, it's going to go into your... The neighbours behind you. It's going to go into their back garden. Now, I know you're okay with them cutting it. We've had that discussion. But like, <sighs> discussion. Sean Connery. I'm saying you have to move it now while it's still young and only in the ground a week. You have put up a picture on your Instagram. Yes. Polly's, we can log into FM104's Instagram. So it's going up on Nathan's. We've been kicked out. Nathan underscore O'Reilly underscore. It's a simple poll. Vote on the poll. Should he move it or should he keep it where it is? We want to know as well on WhatsApp 0876797104. Planting a tree should not be beside a wall, clothesline or a shed. We need Nathan to move it away from everything so it has space to grow. He's been stubborn and he won't move it. I want someone who is an avid gardener to come on to the show and let me know if I should keep the tree next to the wall. If you're saying to me, I have a big garden... You know, I plant trees all the time. You can leave it next to a wall, then I'm going to keep it. So 087-6797-104, get in touch. Yeah, any landscapers or anybody who has good knowledge of gardening, trees away from walls and clotheslines so they can grow properly. That's what we're saying. Nathan is saying he's too lazy to move it. The job is done. <laughs> <laughs> Amy, hurt like hell. It's FM 104 with Graham and Nathan. Thinking back to the 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Amy, it is Graham and Nathan on FM 104. Great Irish music, Hurt Like Hell, and you're going to hurt your Nathan, your neighbours like hell. I'm having a stinker today. No, I like your performance today. Your neighbours like hell with that cherry blossom tree. It's on Nathan's Instagram where he planted the tree in his garden. It's also been put on FM 104's Instagram as well. Producer Neve working away in the background doing that. You're just not being supportive. I am being so you're supportive. You're not. You planted it too close to the wall, the clothesline and the shed. It's going to grow and it's going to be too big and it's going to uproot the wall and it's going to get in the way of the clothesline. But the worst thing is, you're telling me to move it to a spot where I would never see it. It's like hiding in the corner. I swear this guy has the biggest garden in the world. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly. You have a thing against my garden. You've never been impressed in it. You haven't. You don't like my house. (laughs) You don't. <laughs> you hate it. It's all coming out now. Well, that's it. Well, you at least you it. said it. I didn't have to say it. <laughs> You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Crazy what love can do. Crazy what love can do. It is Graham and Nathan on FM 104. I am the proud owner of a cherry blossom tree. I planted it the other week in the back garden, but Graham, you're giving me awful shtick. He was sending in pictures to our WhatsApp group and both myself and producer Neve saw the same problem. We thought it was too close to the wall, too close to the shed door and too close to the washing line. Fine now when it's not 
grown. But in a few years, it's going to cause you trouble. And we're saying, move it. You put up on the Instagram, at Nathan underscore O'Reilly underscore. It's also on FM 104s. But Mark joins us. Mark, you have a cherry blossom tree. I do have a cherry blossom tree, yeah. Oh, you're the proud owner. How has your life changed? <laughs> it's, it's changed drastically. I, I can't believe my look. Yeah. Mark, <laughs> where is yours planted in relation to different things in your back garden? Have a look at the picture. Oh, you sent a picture. You okay. sent a picture. I sent pictures, yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's basically at the back of the garden, right up against the shed. Okay. All right. Where's the problem with that, Graham? All right, okay, okay. And, okay, I see. Do you mind me asking, how old yeah. is that cherry blossom tree? So, I don't know, to be honest with you, because it was there when we moved in, but the house was built in 2009. So, at most, at absolute most, it could possibly be a 15. And I'm seeing it's kind of planted in the middle of a brick kind of pathway. Cobbled, yeah. Cobbled, yeah. Is, do, are the... Are the kind of the bricks uprooting or anything like that? Stones? There's no movement in them at all. Okay. Uh, and have you had to train the tree to grow away from the shed? I have left that to grow on its own. The only difference that I made was the lower branches I cut off last year to try help it a bit. That was it. Okay, Other see, on it all on its own. <laughs> I will say, Mark, I'm a little bit concerned because I didn't speak to my neighbours in the back about planting this tree. I just went hell for leather with a shovel. Uh, do I need to say anything? What if there are a few overhanging branches? Ah, uh, look, look, come on, lad. Say nothing, and you know what's that old saying? Can't even remember now. But I say, say nothing, and if they come and knock, and then you start answering. Oh, I like that. I do like that. Look, say what you want, Graham. It's a beautiful tree. Oh, I, I'm not doubting a cherry blossom. Cherry blossom trees are beautiful. I'm just, I'm not they doing are. this to annoy you. I just, I'm concerned. But you are annoying I, me. I, <laughs> you are. I am concerned, though, about the clothesline being so close. Mark, you're a gentleman. Thank you so much. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye. Get voting on Nathan's Instagram, and it's also up on FM 104's Instagram now. Should he move it, and he will bow to peer pressure. Said Sheeran, eyes closed. Graham and Nathan on FM 104. The 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Download it now. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts.